Welcome to another edition of Porch Beers with the Lynx. Uh, it's a it's a Thursday night tradition around here. How are you how are you doing tonight, Andy? Uh, can't complain. Yeah. Just having a having myself a Mill Pond et set from the old Mill Pond Brewery. What a coincidence! Me too. Yeah, I know. We're tapping the keg. It's tonight. almost like we planned it. So to be fair, there's really not that much left in it, so it might blow in the <laughs> middle of it. So we're gonna have to go dig, deep dive, dig deep into my treasure trove of alcohol mm-hmm. which doesn't last long people drop stuff off at my house and it just disappears it's weird I, i've heard that like tangerine vodka just disappears yeah uh cherry vodka cherry tangerine vodka, vodka yep. people's grapefruit, grapefruit vodka, vodka. That's and it. i don't even drink that much vodka i'm what? trying to expand my drinking into vodka but you know is your house haunted by an alcoholic ghost yes yes it is okay all right it's henry <laughs> He's a really good functioning sixth grade alcoholic. So you might hear the uh, the two voices that that have appeared. They're not the alcoholic ghosts in the house. Well, there's only been one kind of chuckle. Oh no, there was one guy who shouted "dick." <laughs> oh, okay. I just heard the mixing of the drink. So, so we got uh, Ryan Randant, hello, our old friend from AIG, joining us tonight. How long ago did we meet Ryan? How long ago was it that we worked at AIG, Dave? I started there in September of 2005. Wow, 16 years. 16, 16 years ago. Years. Yep. And then uh, our buddy Brian, my old ex-neighbor, is here. Uh, he's part of, like, God, what, what would Bro John call it? The peanut gallery? Is there, like, an old-timey phrase that we could use for watching and giggling? I, I can't. That would be it. Yeah. yeah the I actually gallery. don't giggle very much. No? No. Okay. He just shouts out random curse words. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. So, Ryan was the administrative assistant of Bob Hamilton at uh, Bob AIG. Hamilton. Yeah, she was the uh, she was the gatekeeper to the boss. Uh, if anybody needed to talk to the uh, head of the branch, they had to go through her first. Or a power cord, or a keyboard. Oh God, yeah, yeah. God, she kept a tight locking key on everything. She really did. You know, you, you take what little bit of control you're offered and you hold on to it like nobody's business. Hmm. Like every other office person ever. Exactly. Cool. That's, that's awesome. We have to wield our power somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mine was with supplies and parking. How, supplies uh, and parking. How long did you work at AIG after, uh, well, I left in 06. When, uh, when did you leave there? I was laid off in October of 2013. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. Bob Paul, Hamilton didn't need his coffee anymore? He was not my boss at that point. And we were about five years out from the bailout that gave us all death threats. And the actual financial impact of it hit, so they eliminated the majority of the administrative staff. I'm sorry, gave you all death threats? Like, you guys were actually... When it hit the news in 2008 that when, you know, the economy dropped... AIG got a specific bailout, and people were very angry and would just call random places. Like, any AIG phone number they could find online or in the phone book, they would call and yell at us and make death threats. We were told we could not carry anything that said AIG on it anymore. They gave us stickers to cover AIG on our ID badges. Really? Yes. 
Were these stickers like smiley face stickers? Or? Sadly, they were not. <laughs> it was a Waffle House, actually. A unicorn. <laughs> yeah. She works the Waffle House. <laughs> did, did you get any? Like yourself? Like, did you get any voicemails that were people were like, F you, man, we're gonna... I, I answered some mean phone calls. Did you? I did. Huh. Well, Mostly that's... from family members. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. My dad and I had a couple of fights about it. And I basically said, listen, I'm 30 and I live in your basement. How much do you think I'm making? Hmm. So That's a fair point. It was. Who were you working under at that point? Um, her name was Margie. Hmm? Margie Pope. Uh, Right? Is that her name? Yes. Are we just naming names here? Oh, yeah. Going we're out just into the public? Pulling stuff out of our, the old past. <laughs> we're giving out government names. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, and Margie was tight with the purse strings and wouldn't give you enough money to actually own your own place. Um, I don't think it had anything to do with her, really. Hmm. It was just the company in general. And there's a whole Oliver situation where she had to walk in and <laughs> ask for a computer cord or a power cord. Right. I mean, maybe if you guys didn't have those two whole floors of that building. We didn't at that point. We no? were down to half a floor up huh. on 14, which was actually 13, because they don't give buildings the 13th, the 13th floor. floor. Yeah. yeah, and they made everyone work from home except the administrative staff. Which included you. Yes. Fun. Fun. But how many people was that? That like the... Full-time in the office, there were maybe 12 people. And then there was a rotating um, group every day that just came in and used whatever teams were open. I imagine they were pretty loose and lax kind of uh, rules at that point. Like, like wear whatever you want. You would be incorrect. Really? You would be very incorrect. You still had to dress up for that nonsense? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who were you trying to impress? <laughs> you never know. Someone from the business that shared the floor with us might have judged one of us for coming in, you know, dressed in non-business attire. So they were concerned about you being judged for working at AIG, but they were not concerned about you wearing maybe jeans or something to work. Cause... Correct. We can only wear jeans on Fridays. Hmm. But wow. at that point, they'd stopped making people give a donation on Fridays to wear jeans, so there was that. God, I hated that. I do remember that, yeah. That you had I to... had to collect those and report people when they wore <laughs> jeans and did not give me money. Who did you report it to? <laughs> Whose job was it? <laughs> I had to report it to my boss, who then went to their supervisors and said, hey, this individual is wearing jeans and has not given their donation to Ryan. Please make sure this happens. So would you actually tell on people? I did, because again, when you're that given dick. a small bit of power, you wield it yeah. with an iron fist. Wait, so, so you did this on people you just didn't like, right? Like well, you made an example of the people you didn't like on that list who didn't donate? Yeah. There you go. Hmm. We donated way too many dollar bills to this thing, Dave. <laughs> Which I think then AIG used to keep themselves afloat for a while, right? The fifteen dollars, <laughs> yeah. I handed them over. I don't know what happened from there. <laughs> for legal purposes, that is a joke. Sure. Yes. I, I appreciate you throwing out that disclaimer, just in case. Just in case. Someone might listen. I think the statute of limitations may have run, but... Never know. It's only been seven years, man. It's true. Well, since I was laid off. It's been probably ten since they did the whole donate for jeans days thing. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I just showed up in jeans and, and asked them, I think you guys got bigger problems than me wearing jeans right now. Do, do you want to send me home? Send me home. <laughs> it's fine. You can send me home. 
Do you remember when your boss ripped on you because you wore a cream-colored shirt and he thought that you were just wearing a shirt that wasn't clean? Yes. What? <laughs> yep. That would be Shane. Yes. <laughs> he ripped on you? Yep. He, uh, he wasn't a fan of me. <laughs> Was not a fan of me. Not remotely. <clears throat> and now you're equals with him. Yes, now I'm his backup, and he's my backup. <laughs> I laugh about that so frequently because he was so convinced that you were just not going anywhere in life and now you're on the same level, which I'm not sure if that says more about you or him. It's okay. He calls me to answer questions once in a while and it's it's really humorous. I've never given him a wrong one, but someday I'm going to give him a wrong one. That Some has days to, you just want to do it. I mean, that really has to stick in his craw, right? Or is he just so old that he just kind of forgot? <laughs> oh no, I think he remembers I think he remembers. God, he. I have no me doubt so that he much. remembers. Why? What did he have against you? Uh, what was the word that he, Ryan that he used? I was. It's a word where you don't really care about anything. Lazy. Well, that too. Sexy. Lackadaisical. Yeah. Lackadaisical. He did not appreciate the fact that I actually had no craps to give about anything. <laughs> I think his biggest problem was that you reminded him of young Shane. Oh God. I think that was it. I think he saw himself in you, and it bothered him that this was the path you were taking. And it may have, you know, might have been a thing of him. Hmm. I don't think that so. You maybe had more options. Than I him. think that would frighten him more than anything. That I might have been anywhere <laughs> even remote, remotely like him. So are you saying you could have been friends with a young Shane? Maybe. I mean, he was hmm. smart-assed enough to entertain me. So, you worked with both me and Dave. I did. What is your favorite moment from AIG with us? Because we both did moron things. You did. I mean, there, there's always the classic story of Dave coming back from lunch with food in his shoe and his hat. Um, what, what kind of food? I believe it was bacon and corn. <laughs> Equally divided I, between both? I don't or... remember this. Why do I not remember this? <laughs> there was also the time, do you remember, Trevor asked me to play a joke on you, and he asked me to tell you that I knew someone who could get you World Series tickets <laughs> and to make up a fake number. So I did, but you were so excited that I felt bad and immediately <laughs> told you that it was a joke. I do remember that. And then you didn't, we didn't tell Trevor that you knew, and you convinced him that you were driving to meet a random person <laughs> from a phone number I had made up. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> so was Trevor concerned for your safety? or <laughs> He was very worried. <laughs> And then you pretended to get mad at him on the drive when he admitted to you that it was a joke. She didn't feel bad about pranking him, but she did feel bad about pranking me. That makes me feel better. Well, you know, Trevor had Trevor. it coming. Trevor had it coming. Trevor always has it coming. He was a shit disturber, man. <laughs> Big time. Do you, do you remember when... Uh, yeah, I know this is like a Chris Farley. Yeah, I know, right. Remember that time? The time that the yeah. thing... Uh, so, um... Trevor and I used to carpool together, and we would park in that crappy little garage that was, like, two blocks away. The Metrolink garage. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. We, Trevor had just recently passed a kidney stone, <laughs> and he had it, they gave it to him at the hospital, and he had it in a Ziploc bag in his uh, console of his car, 
And... I don't know the story. Oh, God. So we, he, we went to work, and we came out to go get lunch, and uh, we got in the car to... Uh, uh, we got up to the car, rather, to uh, get ready to go. And Trevor's like, hey, my door is kind of messed up here. And he opens it up, and he's like, shoot, my car's been broken into. And he's, like, looking through stuff, and he's like, well, I didn't take anything. He goes, what the heck? <gasps> he's like, they didn't take my CDs. I have a whole bunch of change here that it looks make it like maybe about half of it's gone. But I don't know what they took. Did they think his kidney stone was a crack rock? They thought... <laughs> His kidney stone was a crack rock, and they stole it. Oh, I don't know. want to know what happened when that someone, got smoked. Oh someone my God. smoked something that came out of Trevor's ding-dong. No. So, I mean, we, we were there for a little bit. I think he called the police and filed a report, whatever. And uh, then we got in the car to go drive to lunch. And all of a sudden, he's like, hey, wait a minute. That my kidney stone is missing. He goes, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I thought for sure you knew that one. No, that's like one of my favorite Trevor AIG stories right there. That one I didn't. I will always remember Trevor with his black dress pants and white tube socks. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> tube he always socks. looked like a mater D at a restaurant. <laughs> Uh, Are you adjusting claims, or should you seat me at a table? <laughs> Poor Trevor. He, he can run down the catch of the day for us. <laughs> uh, there's that hole in the well, it wasn't, I guess, a hole in the wall, but that one bar that was across the way that was like the go-to restaurant for people. What was that place called? CJ Fatted Mugs. CJ Mugs. Oh, I was thinking Fatted Calf. That's it. Oh, no, that was like a block over. Fatted Calf was, was great food. Fatted yeah. Calf was awesome. Yeah. I can't believe that place went out of business. Because they took that like squeeze cheese. cheese. Oh, yeah, yeah. It wasn't squeeze cheese. It was, it was like, a dollop. It was a spreadable cheddar. Yeah. Oh, the cracker that cheese. so yeah. good. Pub cheddar. Yeah. I still that do is. that now because of that place. Mm -hmm. Like when I make burgers, I'll take a big little slab of that and throw it yep. on there. My other favorite Dave story is the time that you thought you were going to be slick and make a mom joke. And it was right after my mother had surgery. So you made, <laughs> <laughs> you made the joke and my immediate response was, my mom's in a wheelchair. <laughs> and you were so I felt, mortified. Oh, I felt so bad. Oh, I felt so bad. Oh, God. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, it's the first time I have ever seen you speechless. I, I had nothing to say there. I was <laughs> I was dumbfounded. Thanks. I, I appreciate the fact that you just quickly tossed that out there. <laughs> I more appreciate the fact that Dave was dumbfounded. <laughs> it doesn't I think happen we all, all do. that often. It does happen every now and then. I mean, you bounced back quickly, though, because I felt so bad that you felt bad that I told you it was just temporary. <laughs> And then you were like, oh, well, you know, tell her not to leave wheelchair tracks on my car ceiling next time. <laughs> Boy, we are clever, aren't we, Dave? Uh, yeah. Uh, man, and at least 2000 Dave thought he was clever. Right. And then that segues pretty cleanly into, if not my favorite, my first Andy memory. It was shortly after he started working there. I didn't know him very well. And as at an all? admin. Right. I knew he was Dave's brother. That was about it. 
Because it had been a few months that you had worked there and Dave was already gone. And I finally got my power cord months after. (laughs) Right. So I went to his desk to, like, help him move some things and I think add a cord or something. I don't really remember. But Andy had already taken care of something that needed to be done. And I said, thanks, Andy. You're so on top of things. And his immediate response to a woman he barely knew was, yeah, like your mom. (laughs) Did you try the wheelchair line on him? I did not because I was so shocked that I had to sit down because I couldn't stop laughing. Ironically enough, she sat down in a wheelchair. (laughs) It was a rolling chair, if that helps. (laughs) And he didn't stop there. He went on to elaborate the ways that they were supposedly making love, which included a position that involved a handstand, and he went into great detail explaining to me that there was a specific angle you had to hit so that things landed correctly. And So they didn't go downward. Exactly. What kind of things? For mom. Keep in mind... <laughs> Keep in, keep in mind, my mom is maybe going to listen to this, although I think she stopped, like, weeks ago. I'm so sorry, Irma. <laughs> but that pretty solidly cemented our friendship right there. <laughs> All you need is a good your mom, Jim. Exactly. <laughs> and then, can I tell Are... the one from the funeral? Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah. Many years later, after many mom jokes, and even some of Andy hitting on my mother in person. In real life. Which she knew about. She knew about the jokes and thought they were hilarious. <laughs> Susan had a great sense of humor. At my dad's funeral, Andy comes up and he gives me a hug. And instead of the condolences that everyone else was offering, he whispers, I'm going to divorce Kristen <laughs> and marry your mom so I can make you both call me daddy. <laughs> I'm pretty sensitive that way. That, you know, you were one of the few friends that understood what I needed in that moment and came through. You weren't asking me how I was. You weren't trying to be comforting. You just came in with the humor and it worked. That was one of my mother's favorite jokes. (laughs) Oh, that's, that's great stuff. Well done. Thanks. Well done. Yeah, there, I believe there was also a graphic drawing of uh, the handstand that me and your mom were doing, too. There was a there was a very graphic drawing, because first there was the one of the correct position and angle, and then there was one of the incorrect position and angle, and what would happen if you did it incorrectly that involved a little text bubble that said, Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> were they stick figures? They uh, were stick figures. Yep. Anatomically correct stick figures? Absolutely. <laughs> and there were droplets falling in his face, from what I understand. Uh, there were, because he had the wrong angle and it was hitting his face instead of hers. I see. Was there a picture of a Sasquatch, too? Uh, I drew, mean, was he holding your legs? I or? drew so many the Sasquatch. So many pictures. <laughs> I drew so many pictures at work that would get me fired. There was one, and I'm not going to say who it was or what specifically it was, but it involved a clown car. Oh, that's right. Yep. And Tara Swinger. With just a bunch of clown dicks <laughs> shooting on out of that. That was not That was not it. That was of. not it. Just for my own future. Uh... Was it Shane? No. There, oh, God, there no. was an individual that we worked with who was a bit of the office bicycle. 
and he drew her okay um bits business district so to speak as, as a, clown a clown card, card. business district <laughs> business district now what differentiates the clown dicks like do they have little ruffles around them, oh yeah or? they oh they were all different too oh, okay. they had I mean, like they were bozo hair ones. and little noses oh, okay. and yeah, yeah. There were tall ones with like the little flower on them that was shooting <laughs> stuff <laughs> <out. Yep. Yep. laughs> <laughs> i'm really saggy pants too oh yeah did i work there with the office bicycle you yes, did you did was she a supervisor? No. She was not. No. She wore so much makeup that we had to throw away her phone receiver when she moved desks because it was so caked in there that we could not clean it. Who could this have been? I will tell you off the air. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. All right. Fair enough. I, the biggest contribution I ever had to AIG was when I instituted Half Shirt Thursdays. It was Half Shirt Fridays. Half Shirt Fridays. Yes. Sorry. God. And he always came to me to celebrate. In my cubicle, <laughs> directly in front of the VP's office. So I would take my dress shirt, polo, button-up shirt, and like pull it up and pull it through the collar and up around <laughs> so that it was an actual half shirt, and just walk up and sit in her cubicle for a little while and wait for people to walk by. And <laughs> or if I was in my chair at the time, he would just stand in front of me singing Milkshake and gyrating. <laughs> Gyrating. <laughs> gyrating. It was dancing. That's not, I mean, by definition, I guess, is gyrating. It was but... gyrating. I feel like there was a time where uh, the casual Friday thing almost got taken away by the supervisor, Stacy. Yeah, that was that? my supervisor. Yeah, like she would come in in like fishnets with like a super short skirt oh, and like was... a Confederate flag t shirt. There was the Leonard Skinner <laughs> Confederate flag t shirt yes. that garnered her a complaint, and she got called into the VP's office to discuss it. She also wore a lot of crop tops. Hot. I don't know that they were meant to be crop tops, but on her, they were crop tops. It was not wow, hot. Someone's judgy. It was not hot. No, it wasn't. No. It just wasn't work appropriate. Well, it depends on the line of work you're in. Maybe she was just getting ready for that evening beforehand. Crop tops are not business casual. What if that had a collar? Even then. What if it was a button-up crop top? No, because you have bare skin on your torso showing, and that's not allowed. Unless it's like collarbones up. <clears throat> Me and Dave show up to work a lot with uh, our midriff showing. Oh, yeah. What, what if you have really low collarbones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess as long as it's not half your tits hanging out, you're good. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh-huh. We're just going for it, man. I know where Brian was trying to go. I just beat him I, I to mean, it. No, no. <laughs> so after AIG, what uh, what did you go for next? Um, I'm still an administrative assistant. I work for a university, and it ended up being a much better situation for me because it allows me to finish school. And oh. there's no links there to sexually harass her. <laughs> there are no links at every turn. <laughs> People in academia are very proper and polite. <laughs> I know where I'm going to apply. But don't you kind of want that, you know, your mom joke every now and then? Well, I mean, that's when I call Andy. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, just earlier today, he offered to call my dead mom to take her on a date. It was... I did. (laughs) Please note that time has moved on enough that this is not upsetting for me. It's just (laughs) more entertainment. I did. (laughs) You were going to call her up and take her on I'm not proud or ashamed. 
I, it, it just... It's just there. It just happened. Okay. Okay. So, you are an administrative assistant again. <laughs> I am an administrative assistant again for now. I have a year left of school, Hell and of then I will likely yeah, right? be moving on. All right, so, do you remember when Bob Hamilton got a big old basket of fruit? Yes, I do. Bananas. A large delivery of bananas. A large delivery of bananas. <laughs> and what did you do with the banana? Well, in an effort to make sure that, you know, Andy had, like, I did this with my friends to make sure they had some visibility with the boss so he knew who they were and knew he could joke with them because he was a jokey kind of guy. I told Andy to go into Bob's office and ask him for a banana. And boy, did I eat that banana very <laughs> erotically. In front of Bob? Yep. <laughs> I really hope we're talking about the fruit here. It's not like clothes or something. Very much. There, there's no double on top. Uh, okay. So you asked him for a banana, and then you proceeded to sit there. And I rummaged through the basket first to find the perfect <laughs> banana. Did you just swallow the whole banana? Oh, I just, like, peeled it in front. <laughs> and I, I think I made up some kind of mundane conversation to have with him. Just... While filleting the banana. <laughs> I had so apparent little respect for my job. <laughs> He really just peeled it and then gave it a good hard squeeze. <laughs> the whole thing slid down his throat. So did Bob say anything to you afterwards about, the hell was that guy doing? He did not, but he, he was a jokester. He was a funny guy. He enjoyed messing with the people around me by saying, you know, unexpected things to me. Like the time he came out to my desk about a minor mistake that <clears throat> I had made. And he was fine with it. He had just told me what had happened. And then he saw a newer employee who was sitting directly behind me and kind of watching. And he leaned over the cubicle wall and got a really mean look on his face and was like, don't fucking let it happen again. <laughs> and then goes into his office, calls me in, and he's just like, <laughs> did you see his face? <laughs> was it Kevin Wood? It was. <laughs> was it Kevin Wood? <laughs> it was. That's Poor great. Kevin also saw the time that... Um, Bob took some candy and we were talking and he said, oh, he didn't need it. He'd been gaining weight and then walks around. So he's directly in front of my cubicle and kind of like strikes a pose and goes, do these pants make my butt look big? <laughs> <laughs> and again, poor Kevin, you just see his shoulders hunch while he's like, I don't know why I'm here. He was a guy who I was kind of shocked. Here's a guy. Was where he was at, but also lasted as long as he did. Like he was still there. Well after. I'm not sure he did work. I think he just kind of hung out, kept showing up and collecting a paycheck. <laughs> Fair enough. He I did mean, his job. He's and, on the Trevor plan. And he turned in a dollar for Jean's day. Yes. <laughs> and he is not there anymore. I think there are very few people that any of us knew that are still there. Oh, because yeah. I think what started happening, because what happened with me and part of the reason I was let go, was because when things were good, we were getting very good raises. And I made decent money as an admin there without that much experience. And adjusters got hired in it more than me. And they got really regular 4% raises. Yeah. So they had a lot of people making a lot of money for what they did. So I think they worked on eliminating a lot of those people. Hmm. Hmm. I could be wrong. This is all speculation on my part. <clears throat> Sounds like you're throwing uh, dispersions at AIG. Doing no such thing. Hmm. Dispersions, casting aspersions. Is it aspersions? I believe it's aspersions. Aspersions. A S. Kind of like in Wayne's world when he asks for, he gets a gun rack. He's like, I don't own 
a gun. gun. Let alone many guns. <laughs> that would necessitate, necessitate a gun, a gun rack. rack. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Huh. Yeah, I think it's aspersion. Aspersions. Uh, it is. Aspersions. Do you know that while I worked there, when they when they promoted me from one level of moron to another level of moron, they forgot to give me a, a caseload for three weeks. Holy oh shnikey. Seriously? For three weeks, I literally had nothing to do. So you did even less than you normally did. I do a lot of work now. It was like back in the day when I didn't have to work at my current job, I so guess. So what did you do those days? Uh, I wrote a couple papers on why Aaron Miles sucks. Uh, I walked around. Actually, I didn't walk around that much because I didn't want to draw attention to the fact that I didn't have anything to do. Because I sat outside, said Margie Pope's office. And so, like, I, like, would, like, log into, like, claims and kind of, like, click around on stuff. I had zero, zero to do for three weeks. At the two-week mark, I, I finally go, hey, guys, uh, I, look, I've been here for a little, do you want to... Do you want to give me a caseload or you anything? You actually asked for one? I did after two weeks because two weeks is a long time of not doing anything. Because it's not like I could watch Netflix. It really didn't It didn't exist, right? It did not. And that there was back then. You nothing. You had to order DVD. Yes, there was absolutely nothing for me to do. Didn't you have, couldn't you have headphones? I feel like you yeah, could you have, have headphones. Yeah, you could have headphones. So you could so, listen to music and stuff. Yeah, so, but for two weeks listening to music for eight hours a day, kind of got bored. And the people around me started kind of getting annoyed by the fact that I kept talking to them all the time. Like, hey, what's going on? And I guess at a certain point, too, you probably better say something, because otherwise you're going to be like six months in, and they're going to be like, why didn't you say something? Oh, because I figured you guys knew what you were doing. Yeah, yeah. So I then I would have rode that horse out, man. I did, for two weeks. And then I said something, and it still took another full week for them to do anything. And this was Shane. No, this, I don't even know who my boss was at that point. Like, they didn't know. I didn't have a boss because I didn't have a caseload. I was just sitting in a cubicle doing nothing. It was office space. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. This man. is a company that brought down the economy. <laughs> Indeed. Yep. I, uh, <clears throat> I loved being a med only. Like, it was great. I, I didn't feel like I'd. The caseload was fine. The pay at that time was fine. It was pretty good. I had zero interest in moving up to being a lost time adjuster, but I think they had to. You did not get a choice in that. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to stay there. It sucked more. See, and the thing was, if you had not had a degree, they would not have moved you up. Because when I started there, you did not have to have a degree to move from admin to medical only, mm -hmm. which is why a couple of people had those jobs, and that's why they stayed in those jobs, because they couldn't demote them after the rule was made, but they couldn't move them up either. Ah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so even though I had 11 years experience when I left, I couldn't get promoted past where I was, but people fresh out of college could get hired in making Maybe you should have uh, worked a little harder on Bob. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. Maybe just like Andy told Dave, you should have sucked a little more. Yeah. <laughs> Did you try eating a banana in front of him? <laughs> Look how successful I am. I'm middle management in an insurance company because I ate a banana in front of a dude once. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a banana 
in a half shirt in front of a dude. Once. Maybe that's where I went wrong. When I was 17 and working at an ice cream store, we sold chocolate covered frozen bananas, and a dude offered me 10 bucks if he could watch me eat one that he purchased for me. Is this for real? It is for real. And I told him no and then called security. Why would you just not take the $10? Yeah. Eat the, eat the banana. Because I was 17, and I was a little many, mini feminist with principles, and I thought that was but disgusting But you were a mini feminist with principles without $10. This is true, and now I'd be like, sure. I mean, now I'd sell feet pics, but you know. <laughs> so, I guess one of our new sponsors is Ryan's OnlyFans page. <laughs> so, you're here to advertise your OnlyFans. <laughs> I am not. That was definitely a joke, but... Hey, Dave, can you uh, type in Ryan Randance uh, foot pics real quick? Thank you for using my whole name. Oh, I mean, I, you were introduced. You were. I was. They they don't exist because I don't do that. Your it's a joke. Don't exist? She has a stage name she uses. <laughs> I do not, but if I wanted to, there are people who have entire TikTok accounts strictly devoted to explaining to people how to take pictures, and how to use hashtags to bring in clients, and then they talk about the things that they get these people to buy them. I guess so maybe we should invest in this, huh? I'd have to find out they what don't TikTok want your is feet. first. <laughs> Are you they, saying that just because my feet point in literally different directions on the compass? 100%. <laughs> and that weird little knob that sticks out. Yeah, That's called a bunion. Yeah, oh, oh. My, my feet point at a right angle. Yeah. My big toes, one points east and one points north. There's nothing right about that angle. Nope. Uh, <laughs> don't know which way you're going to start walking. There. Also, there's a broken toe in there, too, and he kind of like curls a little bit. Oh, my. Uh, <clears throat> I was actually asked at graduation to wear sandals. So, no, so so Not Stan. So Stan just graduated eighth grade, and uh, at the graduation ceremony, someone walked up to me and goes, "You got to not wear sandals anymore. You're creeping me out." I mean, I think I told you that when we worked together at I AIG. Know. I know. I, I'm sorry. You were wearing sandals to your son's graduation. Yeah. So I, I staged my own little rebellion, dude. I know. So I. Look, they said that none of the women could wear open-toed shoes, so I wore sandals. It was my own little rebellion. You're that guy. You're like every guy who comes into my part-time retail job trying to pick a fight with me about the mask mandate that used to exist. No! Yes, it's the same principle. Oh, you no, said look, these people can't, look when so I'm going to do it just to stick it to you. I'm smart. What? It, <laughs> I hate you so much. It does kind of seem that way. She has a valid point. I'm just saying that they had draconian rules, and I was going to flaunt them. Because <laughs> what are they going to do? Not graduate? A, well, not me. My son. <laughs> had they not, I'd have felt really bad. But. So did Kristen want to wear open-toed shoes and she couldn't? I, I, I think she just wore whatever she wanted, but. Like, I didn't know if that got you some so extra like, like, love in that So, like, the kids couldn't wear right, them? Right. Or, like. The kids couldn't mm -hmm. wear them. Because what, what was open-toed sh shoes going to Inter interrupt the whole ceremony. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's the same reason they tell girls they can't wear tank tops. Any extra bare flesh is gonna set off the men, folks. So we can't have it. In fairness, you in open-toed shoes is gonna distract the whole ceremony. <laughs> God, I mean, <laughs> you are the reason they have rules. Dave's not wrong. 
Like, I can see kids falling off the graduation stage because they can't stop looking at them. <laughs> oh, God, what is that? Is he pointing at me? Is he going to walk towards me or the guy on the other end of church? And then, and then look at those toenails. What the? What? They're like talons. <laughs> I bet he clicks when he walks. <laughs> They're yeah. orange. They can hang upside down from the pool. <laughs> They're koala claws. He just uses them to scale trees. But it can't be a straight pool because the feet ain't hang in right. different ways. Right. It has to be like... Have you ever seen a sun bear in the zoo? Like... <laughs> to be Maybe fit. let him grow out a little. It'll be like the little sloth hooks and you can just... <laughs> yeah, I can just hang. Yeah. So you really learned uh, holy childhood and goodness. Oh, I taught them a lesson so hard, they'll never recover. Wow. I'm sure they're still talking about how, man, Andy Link really (laughs) stuck it to us. Uh, Our damn rules, we're going to have to rethink our entire belief structure now. We're going to have whole meetings about whether Henry can keep coming back to school. (laughs) To be honest, they're probably just praying for you and your feet getting there. And the eighth graders hoisted you up on their shoulders and they carried, carried you out. They carried off, yes. No, they didn't Thank because they didn't want those feet on. <laughs> you oh, my God, it's close to my face. You guys are jerks. <laughs> uh, well, you know, speaking of uh, of your weird feet, how uh, how do those work whenever you get in your bowling shoes? I don't bowl because they are really weird. They kind of hurt. So, like, uh, but... When I do go to the Mosquito Bowling Alley, I don't wear their shoes. I bring my own. I have to have specially modified shoes. <laughs> oh, and when he says they're specially modified, he actually has a hole cut out for his large toe. <laughs> so they can... They just cut it out. Yes. But you know what, though? Even though I don't always bowl there, I do get their delicious pizza. Dave, what's your favorite pizza there at the Mosquito Bowling Alley? Oh, God, probably the Buffalo Chicken Ranch one. It is actually really good. I've gotten that a couple times. I like the extra meaty. I really like the garlic parm wings. I think those are some of the best I've ever had. I would agree. They don't have them all the time, but mm-hmm. when you get them, you gotta get them. Yep. Hashtag underrated. Yep. There you go. So, Speaking of bowling, yes. my birthday is going to be bowling this year. Since Are I you going to the Mosquito Community Lanes? This is the only not. bowling alley that we endorse on the show. Absolutely Absolutely not. not. I'm not making my city friends drive out here. They won't do it. City friends. She's going to get a slip and slide in some of those human-sized bowling pins. Well, no, because it's November. That would just, you know, lead to hypothermia. Oh, hey, you know. It's not that cold. It's going to be a bowling birthday, and I'm going to go full nope, and it's going to be come as you were in the 90s. God, you know what? That's what's great about having a summer birthday, is being able to, like, do fun stuff. Yeah. you know. I could go to the movies or go bowling, or I felt like a real baller in eighth grade when I got to run a hotel room with two of my friends and use the indoor pool at the Quality Inn. I mean, you could be unique, and instead of having a a birthday party, you have a half-birthday party. Well, there you go. I thought about it this year, since uh, I spent my 40th birthday party alone in my house with my dogs and Indian food. But um, And that was, like, what, a year before COVID hit? (laughs) exactly (laughs) so we're redoing it this year it's going to become as you were in the 90s okay i i told my friends actually last week at our book club dinner that i expect full-on like chokers and eyeliner and brown lipstick and one of my friends told me that she can't do brown lipstick because she has mla (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, not a good choice then. No, I no. take it you know what that means. I do. I did I not. Do. It had to be explained to me that when she wears brown lipstick, she has mouth-like anus and can't do it. Yeah, so that's uh, that's not a good look. <sighs> that's a no, so she's probably going to dress a little younger. I personally am probably going to dress like one of the girls from the craft because that was the aesthetic I always wanted but was never cool enough to pull off. So I just wore a lot of flannel. Nev Campbell or Feruzia Bulk? Oh, we're going full Nancy. Which one was she? That was Feruzia Bulk, ah, the crazy okay. one. All right. Yeah, we're going for it, man. Can you name the rest of the cast? Yes. Okay. Who's Including the parents. Sarah. No. <laughs> Sarah was Robin Tunney. Um. Rachel True was Raquel, and Nev Campbell was Bonnie. Was she the good guy? No, Sarah was the good guy. Mm. Nev Campbell was the one with the burn scars. Who was the witch that ran the shop? Her real name is Asomta Serna. Her name in the movie was Lirio. Oh, I, I am very impressed with your knowledge of this. I, am I watched that movie 500 times in high school. I wanted to be a witch. And uh, did you watch it on your uh, 40th birthday with the Indian food and the uh, dogs? I did not. I'm pretty sure I just watched reruns of Parks and Rec. Uh, still a solid play. I thought so. It was almost like being with friends. <laughs> that is and, so sad. And on that sad note, we're going to take a break, guys. Uh, when we come back, uh, Ryan, what we like to do is uh, we have a couple of random questions that uh, has been arranged for us by uh, my lovely wife, who you know, Lindsay. Uh, and uh, nobody knows these. We're going to all take turns kind of answering these one by one. Don't know what they're about. They could be about anything. Hiding giraffes. Oh, boy. Yep. Lindsay was off the wall when I knew her as, like, a younger tween. Off the wall? Off the wall. She and her sister, just, they had a really fun sense of humor back then. That was the... So was the I math. would... <laughs> that was the <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> so I would imagine these are going to be something special. Wow. Boy, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me down, Lindsay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. World, the you're back. Oh, hey, we're back. <laughs> That's the second Wayne's World reference. Uh, that is a second Wayne's World reference. Wait, should we reshoot this in case I have to edit out the first part of it? No, uh, Andy shot it a little too early. That's typical. <laughs> so, again, just to reset for those randomly joining in the middle of segment two, well, we're uh. We're here with Brian Rumler and Ryan Randant, and we were rehashing some great stories from AIG from circa 2005-2006. Yeah, those were the days. Fresh out of college, didn't have kids or worries or didn't matter. I remember getting my first paycheck from there, and it was actually over $1,000. And I was like, I don't know what to do with this. I am Andy Rich at this point. Like... Holy crap, I got a thousand out and then I had to pay bills and that was weird because I didn't have that much left. Right. Because we just bought a house. I went from being a crappy bartender to 
Oh, yeah, you were married a crappy at the insurance time. adjuster. To a crappy insurance adjuster. <laughs> you know, it, it's weird how my life has progressed from one crappy to the next. <laughs> Does it get better? What, the, the crappy? Like the crappy level? No, no, it's all just... Uh, but I feel like now, you, <clears throat> now you've come to terms with it, and you figured out how to be happy where you are. So I just embrace the crappy? You, you know, the crappy job gives you the life you have, which you seem to enjoy. Absolutely. And you that's, just pick yourself up? Wipe yourself off and keep going. Get back on the... To go with your your motto, you just aim for mediocrity, man. <laughs> man, if you're mediocrity or a mediocre, you are a rock star. Yeah. I mean, you stay off people's radar that way, right? That's that's how you live life. That is all I want to do is stay off people's radar. Yep. Not have anyone call you go, why did you not do this? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know I had to do that. Crap. See, and I want to suck badly enough at my job that people just don't expect anything from me. (laughs) Like, I show up half an hour late, and they're like, well, she showed up. I spend the first hour at my desk taking phone calls and putting on makeup. Well, she's here. You know? I mean, honestly, where you're at now at, like, Old Navy, couldn't you do that without fear of getting fired? Like, honestly, outside of your work ethic and not wanting to do it for, you know, that's just not how you are. I, I, I feel like... People are so desperate for employees that you could probably do that and get yeah, away with it. You could it be now. pantsless at work and they yeah. might just keep you on. I don't think I could get away with that, but. Which, the pantless one or the uh, showing up late? Both. Okay. I, I would be spoken to about both of those things, and I'm also just not that well, person. Spoken to is different than actually like. You can't work here anymore. Right. Well, I think for almost any job at this point, because of the risk of lawsuits, what they have to do is warn you first. Okay. Unless it's an egregious offense. Which, I mean, showing up pantsless might do it. But again, I feel like just showing up late, they're what? probably just going to be like, well, she does her job. She We're does okay. show up. She sells a lot of really crappy sandals from and here, so... <laughs> no one else knows how to operate the cash register, so... Now, if you, uh, God, so, like, if you didn't wear pants and they wrote you up for it, could you just go full denial? No, I have pants on. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why are you looking at my bits? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do have some leggings that are pretty close to flesh-toned, so. I need to buy some of those. I mean, I've been walking through Walmart and <laughs> seen the lady that, lo- from a distance, uh, it looks like she's not wearing pants. It's like, yeah. Whoa! Oh my god, they're like... It's... And again, if you're in Walmart, that would not totally surprise right. you at all. Right. Well, maybe it might. But... Right. I mean, have you ever been to peopleofwalmart.com? It's... I mean... Hey, hey one of our sponsors. <laughs> I didn't say anything negative about it. It's entertainment. Uh, why haven't I been on this? Have, I, have we gotten any money from this yet? No. Okay. All right. No. No money. Uh, well, we had a good run. So, yeah, we did. Uh, so, so, Dave, uh, we got our first question. All right. right. We do. We do. So, question number one. What's a material possession you'd save in a fire? We'll start off with Ryan Randant. Now, I feel like the go-to answer is what we talked about earlier off the air with the cool whip container of your grandfather's ashes. (laughs) Is that right? That is actually not there. Grandpa's ashes were... um... 
put somewhere they weren't supposed to be. Oh. Um. <laughs> I, you can't just say that. Yeah, like, I mean, well, now you have to say. Like, were you smuggling him back from Jamaica? Right. We were not. Grandpa, one of his final wishes was honestly, he didn't want to be buried at all. He wanted my dad to put all of his ashes in the back of his pickup truck and just drive down a road and let him blow everywhere. That's not legal. Oh. So, um, a compromise, they, yeah, you can't just dump ashes wherever you want. Um, <laughs> okay. I feel I like think, there's been worse things dumped uh, on the side of the road. Yeah, I would agree. right. So, the compromise that was made was that they got a little bit of grandpa's ashes, and they were put into a Ziploc bag, which my dad then put in a uh, reused plastic butter container, probably the Aldi brand. I can't believe it's not butter. And uh, real early in the morning... So, I'm sorry. So, half of them was in Cool Whip, and the other half was in I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. No, half of them was buried in a cemetery, and a small portion of which him half? was... Which half? Yeah, how do they decide which, which half? I think they just scooped out some ashes and hoped that it was a sentient part that but would know where it went. Sentient part? So, like, is this, like, a vertical <laughs> or a horizontal kind yeah. of slash line? Do they just stick his legs in, like, the furnace and the other part hangs out? I do believe what happened was that they cremated the whole individual. They had all the ashes collected to put into the urn. So you don't and know. Kept some aside. I can't say for sure because I'm not a mortician. I don't know how that works. So like all his I know liver we could be given, along the road. Jesus, it could. All I know is that we were given a small Ziploc baggie with some of his ashes, which we took to a road and at then like got stolen six in the morning. <laughs> When and, they broke into your car, and they can I finish my story? Like they snorted rails on it. <laughs> it was never in my car. It was taken to a road at like six in the morning, where one of my cousins walked out into the middle of the road, flipped the baggie upside down, and shook it out. And then we stood there for a few minutes and watched cars drive back and forth over it before we all went back on our way. I feel like that was really unsatisfying, wasn't it? It yeah. really was, but you a know, anticlimactic. It was really up Grandpa's alley. It was exactly what he would have wanted. Did they throw the bag away? Because I feel like there'd still be little dust particles. That's true. Of, of He's him been... in the bag. I'm not sure. I believe the bag went back in the old butter container, and my dad brought it back and gave the butter container to my mom, like, here you go, here's your Tupperware back, and he couldn't understand why she wanted him to throw it in the trash. Do you feel like that's some foresight on, like, your grandpa's part to, like, combat a potential zombie thing with, like, being like, hey, cut me in half, you know, that way you cremate the top part. He wasn't cut in half. All of him was cremated. Well, you said you said half of him was cremated. was cremated. No, I said all of him was cremated. No. No, the entire human was cremated. Good lord. So it wasn't about zombies. No. My- Although I guess it was because you have your whole self cremated. You're not exactly going to be reanimated as a body, are you? Well, I mean, I guess then we owe him a thank you yeah, for not seriously. being part of the zombie apocalypse. Right, we can point. thank both of my parents, too, and someday you can go ahead and thank me. Now, Ryan, I, I really have a serious question for you. Are you 100% sure that it was, I can't believe it's not butter and not like country crop <laughs> or, you know, maybe best choice butter even, you know. Oh, you don't want I'm to do pretty best choice sure butter. It was, no, I, I, I'm pretty certain it was generic, I can't believe it's not butter. Pretty certain. Pretty certain. If you because, had to assign a number to it. I'd say about 85%. Okay. So, My mom didn't use real butter, and they certainly weren't buying name brand. I can't believe it's not butter. What about well, yeah, Olio? From I think that was a so. thing. Olio. Oh, oh, my God. Olio was margarine. That was a totally different thing. Okay. You definitely knew <laughs> Did that Did you go was shopping with my mom in the 80s? <laughs> 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 All right, so Ra- Ryan's thing was uh, the uh, Tupperware container of her grandfather's ashes. Andy, what would you save? Man. I- <laughs> 
I'm sorry, Ryan. Do you want to change your answer? That wasn't ever my answer. That container doesn't exist. Okay. Then why did we talk about yeah, it for seriously. like five minutes? Why'd you lead us down this rabbit hole? <laughs> that I mean, was not me. Seriously, he's Dave already started. ashes. It couldn't get any more ashy. I mean, I honestly don't know. I'm guessing by material possessions. You can't you say dog. My dogs are already out, clearly. I guess. You just can't say that. If it's a material possession, that means my dogs are safe. We're going with that. I honestly don't know because everything I have is replaceable, pretty much. Mm. Wow. There's not one thing maybe from your childhood you still hold on to that you're like, God, suck to lose that. I mean, I have the rocking horse my grandpa made me. Maybe that. That didn't get burnt up in the uh, cremation? No. Other grandpa. (laughs) Oh. Oh, God, they mixed your grandpa's ashes? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you like this? (laughs) I don't know. I ate a lot of paint chips. Clearly. Unfortunately, they didn't have any lead in them. (laughs) (laughs) The red ones tasted like strawberries, so I just kept eating them. Uh, I don't know. So, I would like to say pictures, right? Like... Uh, there's like a couple pictures that I'd really like to save. I th- and I think th- I think that's going to be my choice. There's that little picture of well, it's not a little. It's the eight by ten of me and you, mean Dave and Cindy, the Christmas photo that I have in my office of uh, I was probably nine, and it's just cute. Like you look like Henry, and I look like. A kid who ate paint chips. <laughs> oh, I would probably... That's one of my favorite photos. I'd probably save that one. Hmm. Or maybe the the uh, baby photo of Stan autographed by Stan Mutual. Like, yeah. I might save that one, too. But then it comes down to who do you love more, I guess, then at that point. Wow. Your brother and sister or Stan? Wow. Have you considered fighting Stan for my love? I I have considered it. <laughs> He's scrappy. I have two knives on me at this moment where, you know, we could finish it right so now. So that's not going to help you against the cat <laughs> who is just familiar. <laughs> I thought the you didn't allow full on murder. No, that yeah. cat is coming it's... for you. <laughs> I don't know who's in control of that relationship, the cat or Stan. But one of them is a familiar, and the other one will try and stab stab Dave. Hmm. I mean, I guess, like, so let's just say then that you wanted to save pictures. Like, I have all of those pictures all saved onto my computer hard drive, so I could just save my computer hard drive, right? Ooh. And then you have all of those photos. And your music. And more. And all, your all the saved music. music. I mean, at this point, I, I don't have any music on there that I don't have already on my phone, right? Ah, that's true. But my college papers on uh, Andrew Carnegie. I would all be on that hard drive still, right? And you could just read through them like the Dickens. Like the Dickens, yeah. Man. Like the Dickens. Late at night on a Saturday, sometimes I like to read my dissertation. I'd pour myself a nice nip of uh, the scotch and uh, just sit down and read about what 18-year-old David thought about Andrew Carnegie. (laughs) Deep thoughts. (laughs) Uh, do, do you have any deep thoughts about Andrew Carnegie? I have did you did zero. you really like I just I do just remember having to write a paper on him at school. But that was it. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. That's why huh. that name popped to the forefront of my mind. Okay. Yeah. 
Brian, do you got any... Uh... Uh, I need to know where this fire's at, because that, that makes a difference on what I would save. <laughs> Let's say it started in the bathroom. If it's in the house, I, I mean, I'm not real big on materialistic things. Just let the shit burn. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not saving anything then? No, no, I'm good. Now, if it was in the shop, that'd be a different story. Yeah, then you, you know, have to I push mean, your car out. Yeah, the car, maybe, you know. Hopefully I mean, it's a small localized fire that you could call me and we'd both have time to come over and move all of your... Okay, so then in this scenario, the fire that started because you left your hot plate plugged in in the bathroom. Okay. Uh, as I was warming my candles. As you were warming your candles. It's a can of Spam. <laughs> um, That's better fried. Sorry, go ahead. Spread to the garage slash whatever. And uh, you can still only save one material possession of yours that you own. That would be a hell of a fire. I mean, they're like 50 yards away or something. I mean, I, that's... Let's just say... Is it a windy day? It was, it's a windy day. Okay. Um, <laughs> there was a gas leak somewhere. I, I don't know. Well, we've got propane, though, so, I mean, it wouldn't... And it's just... Well, anyhow. There's so many caveats. I mean, I could go on. <laughs> um, I would say probably um, the boat, because I don't know if it has full... Well, I don't know that my in- homeowners would cover... I don't know if it's fully insured. Yes, exactly. I don't know that my homeowners would cover replacement if it's in the shop. Hmm, fair enough. <laughs> hmm. I'm still locked in on you sitting in the bathroom with your hot plate <laughs> making a can of beans. <laughs> I'm you warming eat, you my eat. Scentsy, uh <laughs> whatever the crap is. I got my Van Camps. I've got my votives burning, melt. okay? <laughs> Van Camps. He's not, he's not going Van Camps. He's going Aldi brand beans, right? What would that be? No. Look, I guess no. you know what? If you have a hot plate in your bathroom, you're doing Aldi brand <laughs> it's, it's It's bushes all the way. I mean, come on now. I guess if they're probably on the Mount Rushmore of beans. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're doing the bushes beans, you actually have like a campfire, like the propane campfire thing. Yeah. Because if you can afford bushes, Rushmore you can afford a, a campfire stove. Mount now, let Rushmore me ask you, when beans, you make big probably, beans. Well, I mean, it starts... Uh, um, <laughs> they stopped. <laughs> Bushes is definitely like the George Washington, right? Okay. Um, what was that? Uh, the red and yellow can. Is that Campbell's? No. Who was Van it? Camps? Was it that, Van Camps? I Van Camps, was pork and beans? Yes. I think I know what can you're talking about, and I actually can't come up with it's it now. It's red and orange. <sighs> yeah. Maybe it's Van Camps. Heinz also has beans, but those are red and blue, mm. like the Brooks chili beans. Brooks chili beans might be the Thomas Jefferson. So the racist? No, are are <laughs> wow. are we going beans racist. across the board, or are people. we sticking with like baked beans? Well, I guess I it was beans, so any can of beans. I feel mm. like Brian would save a can of beans in the fire. <laughs> no. no, no. <laughs> 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 Not even the hot thing. Just let it go. Just let it go. Well, it depends oh on God, how hungry not I my was. Beans. I mean, I'd have to the go to the store plate. and buy more. I mean, it would. That just, is seventy nine cents. If my house burnt down, I ain't got seventy nine. It would just cents. turn into a whole thing. It'd be like <laughs> Lily's dad on How I Met Your Mother and the TV news story about the naked man running back into the burning house to rescue his potato salad. That's gonna be you with the beans. How did you know I'd be naked? I mean, yeah, that's, that's a good question. Why well, are you picturing Brian naked? You're in the bathroom making beans. I mean, just I mean, think. 
<laughs> if you can only do that in the bathroom, you're doing one of two things. Actually, and... he just wears overalls. And that, that's it. <laughs> it's just overalls. Yep. There's there's an escape hatch in the back, so he's oh, good to go. Jeez. Uh, Next question, you mean, Dave. You mean like one of the old timey uh, pajamas that had yes. the button yep. trap door that yeah. you could just get out? Okay. Well, and now if your boat burns up, you've got all that sweet insurance money to buy all the beans you want now, so <laughs> you can afford the but bushes. But that's the problem. I don't know if my homeowners would cover the boat getting burned <laughs> up. Problems. First world problems. First to look world. into there, man. I, I, all right. Uh, so here's one that I'm pretty sure Andy Good segue too. <laughs> Next question. To. Uh, if you could have one song for your intro music anytime you walked into a room, what would it be? Huh. <laughs> uh, Andy, I feel like you oh. already know this one. What would it be? I'll let you go first. All right. It would be Bad Boys for Life. Without a doubt... Bad Boys for Life. Second one is End Bombs in Paris. Yeah, but we're only given one. I'm just saying. You're, I have, you're wasting look, our limited no, podcast seriously. time. No, it's <laughs> there's no. It goes into the ether, man. So you you're saying forever. like if you're doing a really slow walk in and one song that lasts three plus minutes isn't enough, you know, and they have to go into a second song, they're going to start playing. So I'm looking at this as like a baseball game, right? So in the first inning when you walk up, it's bad boys for life. Everybody changes in the next at bat. Not everybody, but some people do. So my next one <laughs> would would then be end bombs in Paris. It's kind of the same kind of feel to it. So in this scenario, though, you're only getting two at bats. Are you striking out in both of those? Yeah, pretty much. Then I get yanked. <laughs> yeah, I get yanked by some nineteen year old. Honestly, kid that's if he gets me. put in at all. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> So did you just say you got yanked by some 19-year-old kid? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian, what would your song be? I meant um, for some 19-year-old kid. I would have to say, um, I like it when you call me Big Papa. That's a good play. That's a good play. That is. Not bad. I like that. Does it have any sentimental thing, or are you just kind of... Sentimental. <laughs> you know, when my Maybe, kids uh, were born, this was what was playing. You know? <laughs> When, like, my parent, when my kids were conceived, this is what was playing. Yeah, I mean, like, no, you know, no, back to your really days of you, when you were 16, you know, driving around, summertime, you know, that I, I just taking in the like sweet it's, spot. It's kind of my jam, you yeah, know. Right on. I would go The Man by Kill the Killers. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I'm a big fan of that one. Have you ever thought about going the opposite direction and having, like, Summer Breeze? As your walk-up music. <laughs> Summer Breeze. He said that, and for some reason, like I automatically thought of, Summer's Eve. <laughs> he does have a douchey laugh. I mean. Mm. I, it's actually been called Regal, so, you know. I think saying. it's more arrogant. Huh, but it's genuine. <laughs> oh, that's that was a pretty good impression. It actually is very genuine. Sorry, do you want me to start fake laughing at everything you have? Oh, Ryan. Oh, you said something so oh, funny. Oh, man. It is funny she says that, though, because Jackie, the first time she met you was at the, the dinner um, theater party that Andy had, and you were Prince Charming. Uh -huh. And she said, wow, he plays that role really good. Kind of the arrogant, douchey prince. <laughs> you know, I'm a born actor. What can I say? And uh, I, uh, yeah, I am kind We'll go with that. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Ryan, yours? Summer Ass and titties. No. <laughs> oh my God, I got a story about that. But oh go ahead. Boy. <laughs> Actually, I would go with Supermassive Black Hole by uh, Muse. <laughs> Muse. That, by is Muse. that right along the same wow. line? Wow, that is kind of along the same line. <laughs> wow. So, 
my son Stan enjoys having what he calls cat dances before he goes to bed. <laughs> so at the top of the stairs, he will kidnap one of the like kidnap one of the cats and hold them out in front of the doorway and has a cat dance. And so he's like moving them around. And so one day I just go, cats, kitties, cats and kitties, cats, cats, kitties, kitties, cats and kitties. In the slight chance, the off chance that 30 years from now, after whatever, we're long gone, Stan and Henry and Audrey and Natalie and whoever are continuing are listening this podcast. To it, listening, yes. Continuing. God, yes, they're continuing it. Are listening back to this, he stands going to be like, God, I hate my old man. What <laughs> the hell was wrong with him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the song slaps. It slaps. slaps. Especially if you watch the music video. <laughs> Is there one for this? I don't know, but you know, it that kind of well went played. with that comment. I am going to look this up now later on. <laughs> Kitties, cats, and kitties. And that's all I'm going to hear when I listen to that <laughs> no. song. <laughs> Old ass kitties need to wash up. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so the second question, I guess, because there's nowhere to go from there. So on to question number Third three. Question. And uh, you know what? We're going to start with Brian over here. Brian, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you? grew up um i wanted to be to to go along with the stereotype i wanted to play football when i grew up and you know be a big football star i failed miserably at that but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) did you play football into high school oh yeah all through high school yeah it's good times did you try like did you try to get recruited and go i I actually got a scholarship but i was um distracted by the female form and decided not to <laughs> take said scholarship um you know so i could be with that girl for you know at least the next six months until we broke up <laughs> so there's that uh, if I, there's one life lesson uh, that you can teach any 19 year old dude take don't make scholarship don't dude. make decisions based on girls girls ever. come and go exactly and at that age we are not we are not fully formed adults who are ready to make commitments. Oh, she was fully formed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. So we did Correction, that <laughs> they are not mentally fully formed to make those kinds of commitments for the most part. There are exceptions to everything, but most 19-year-old girls. But clearly, 19-year-old boys aren't mentally fully formed to handle those kinds of decisions either well no one is at 19 I, it's like it you've got to wait till at least they're like 35 or something <laughs> yeah know? even then right. seriously yeah. you're still mostly thinking physically fully formed as an so. organization we're not real bright folk yeah <laughs> nope nope and honestly i mean i yeah i could have went and played football for a little bit longer and it would have been nice to be able to do it but i wouldn't change anything so you never watch a Super Bowl and you're like, man, that could have been me instead of Tom Brady up there. No, because my knees hurt like hell now. I couldn't imagine what they'd be like <laughs> if I was playing football at 30 years old. And to be fair, Brian was not Tom Brady. <laughs> right, I figured, right. I figured this much. He's more like Adam Timmerman. <laughs> have you ever seen the Fridge play in one of the old Bears games? <laughs> yeah. He had a touchdown once. I yeah, yeah. He did. He did. Uh, Ryan, uh, I assume... Something to do with Old Navy? 
Administrative uh, assistant. No, Administrative I assistant. wanted to be a waitress. In fact, for like second grade career day, I dressed up like a waitress. Ah, way to shoot high. You know, when my mom was younger, she was on the Howdy Doody show and they asked her what she wanted to be when she, she grew me? up. Jesus, stop it. They asked her what she wanted to be when she, she grew up. she said she wanted to be a sugar baby. <laughs> <laughs> she said she wanted to be a cat. Oh, all right. <clears throat> so I guess her and Stan have a lot in common. Oh, they I do. to be a cat. <laughs> oh. Huh. Yes. So you wanted to be a waitress when you I were. wanted to be a waitress. I wanted to wear an apron and carry around a little notepad to write down orders. Hmm. I thought that Good would be a super cool job. Good waitresses don't need a notepad. I hate yeah, when they yeah. don't write my stuff down. I hate it. They always screw it up. Just write it down. Stop trying to look cool. I no. never wrote stuff never down. Never wrote stuff down. Unless it was a big table, like a big table. Yeah. There's no point in it. I, I, it it's, I remembered it anyway. Yeah. That was back when I could remember things. I was going to say, I could ask you right now for something, and by the time you got to the kitchen, you yeah, would have no, no clue Now what I, I can't remember well, That anything. was before the head trauma. And I did yeah. I did love proving the customers wrong with that. They'd be like, aren't you going to write this down? Don't you need something? No, nah, I got this, bro. I got this. And they'd be like, wow, oh, I'm impressed. No, I Here's never. an extra 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Back then, that was an awful lot of money. Uh, <laughs> no. No. In 1997, <laughs> it was still not a lot of money. 50 cents was half a tank of gas, ba- or half a gallon of gas Half a tank then. of gas? Damn. Half a gallon. It, would, it was a half a gallon. The cheapest I ever paid for gas was 97 cents a gallon. I think mine was 78 cents. Wow. I yeah. hate when people brag. That I paid 78 cents for gas sometime yeah. in 1997. Yeah. What was yours? Oh, I want to be a paleontologist. Oh, I was asking what was the cheapest price <laughs> I paid for gas. Oh. We don't care what yeah, you Yeah, honestly, I don't care. No one actually Yeah, No, that's fair. That's fine. Well, last week, you wanted to be a proctologist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was a paleoproctologist. Can you combine? I actually, yeah, I studied dinosaur assholes. <laughs> And you finally broken the seal. You've said a curse word on the uh, I did. That was the first time I said a curse word on here. (laughs) Wow. Dang it. I know. I had a good run. I had a real good run. But But it's pretty much just F-bombs from here on out, boys. (laughs) (laughs) So you wanted to be a paleontologist? Yeah, I really like dinosaurs. That was when I thought I was smart. Okay, Ross. (laughs) (laughs) When I thought I was smart. Back when my parents believed in me. (laughs) I mean, you know, the bar was... Real high. <laughs> no, <hands>. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. Hmm. What did you say yours was, Dave? Uh, I didn't say it. Oh, okay. I wonder. Because, again, the memory was right there. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure he said something. <laughs> <about me." laughs> no, he was busy bragging about his memory prowess as a waiter. I Yeah, I, too, wanted to be a waitress, apparently. No. Um, Where the high heels the, and yep, the notepad. The... Poofed up hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I wanted to be president of the United States. Man. Oh God, you did. Really oh did. God, I really wanted to be. I president remember so of the many United little States. drawings of you in suits of yeah. like you trying to like. Oh God. Ah oh, man, I could I could pull that off. I could pull that off. I don't think you could. I mean, I know how to give the politically. You are Switzerland. Answer. You are. I am very neutral about things. Yes, you are. And then saying something, and then almost kind of phrasing it like, no, actually, he said that over there, so you should be mad at that guy. 
None it's, of this surprises me about you. It's a talent. It is a talent. What can I say? Followed by your... <laughs> yeah, and on that note... Uh, <laughs> Next question! <laughs> we're, we're, we'll take a brief brief break here while I <clears throat> find myself, apparently, in my laughter again, because you've sucked the joy out of this one, Ryan. You've sucked the joy right out. I'm but, sorry, Dave. All right. We'll be right back. I, I don't know how to end this <laughs> well that's kind of the story of all of our uh, our podcast right like uh, oh shit I don't know how to end this oh number two right away I'm number of cursing Welcome back, or thanks for sticking around for this long into this boring... Well, I mean, for you guys it might be boring. For us, it's... Uh, it's Good lead-in, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not boring. Yeah, bro. Uh, well, I'm enjoying our time. I'm just saying, maybe it's only because I find us amusing. I think we might be the funniest people I've ever met. I think Ryan would agree. I would agree, completely. Yeah. Especially me. <laughs> Especially, actually, later on when I edit in a laugh track. <laughs> there will be God. so many people who think we're really funny. And cricket sounds whenever Brian tells a joke. Just because he's getting too uppity over there. Yeah, well, we don't need him stealing our spotlight. Right, right. He's yeah, start... I was told it was just going to be me. I mean, I was just here because my, my daughter's babysitting the neighbor's kids. I mean, Ugh, you know, the, the porch is a free-for-all, man. People show up. People just stop by. Ah, I want to yes, see the, the contract next time. I mean, to be fair, my aspirant is in to this chair. To be fair. So. <laughs> Brian's well. getting ideas for his own podcast. Got he it. means with the a competing one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where he has the same guests on one week after, and they're way funnier and way better. <laughs> two guys in the bathroom with a hot plate. I am going <laughs> to... Damn it, I am going to steal two out of three of your listeners. <laughs> one of them is the other dude with, in the bathroom with a hot plate. They're just going to be sitting around eating beans <laughs> Given ratings on all of the different beans that they pick up. <laughs> I might have to make a vlog with that. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> like wow. the Try Guys, when they try everything on the Taco Bell menu, you're just going to try every kind of bean available at the grocery store. <laughs> we will make a Mount Rushmore of beans. How about that? <laughs> all right, we can do that. Literally. <laughs> So, uh, all right. Well, I know uh, our guests have places to be, people to see, so we'll uh, we'll power through our questions here now. And then me and you will go on for another two hours after this, I right? mean, there's a lot we need to break down, Andy. A lot has happened since we talked to him. So many today. stories. Yeah. I mean, I can't. we can't go into them now. No. No. We will well, get into so it. Well, they're so fascinating that we would actually explode the minds of the two people at the table with us yep. with how fascinating they are and, and it keeps them on the edge of their seat they're gonna want to tune in later on to find yeah, out because we might tell them just when it's a dave and andy special episode yep let me know when this airs because i cannot wait to be fascinated well i've heard most it'll be kind of like <laughs> i'm not that eagerly anticipating oh, wait i'm sorry have you heard the one about his nipple falling off <laughs> I have a great story about my nipple falling so, off that will make it onto this. What's a movie or show you can't turn off once it's on? 
Ryan. Andy's nipple gets ripped off. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that. Um, I, the first one's going to be the obvious, The Office. Okay. Can't turn that off anytime it's on. I just sit down and watch it. Um, if, if there's an episode running, you're just going to sit down. Yeah, pretty much. You now, is there an episode, though, that you find too cringeworthy and won't jump in on? Scott's Tots. Mm-hmm. Scott's Tots. Absolutely. Yep. Can't watch it. Yep. You Although can't I do watch it or you t- always watch it because it's so funny. I can't. Watching those underprivileged kids going, hey, Mr. Scott, what you going to do? I can't. I can't do it. It's too much. What if I got the cat out here and you just danced with the cat? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Scott Tots, I can't. That's the one I'll fast forward past the part where he tells them and I'll watch from there, but I can't watch that part. <laughs> I do have a Scott Tots t-shirt though. Oh, look at you. I had, uh, because I bought the DVD special pack, I have the Michael Scott's fun run to end diabetes, and there's like 12 lines in between there. You uh, mean no. the Memorial Rabies, rabies. fun run yeah. for oh, the yeah, cure? Yeah, Rabies, that's it, yeah. Hmm. The Meredith Palmer Memorial Rabies fun <laughs> that's run. That's right. <laughs> Pro-am. <laughs> there's the like cure. 12 different lines on that one. Yeah. But yeah, it came, it like the DVD box that came with a t-shirt mm-hmm. in it. Do you still pop in the DVDs every now and then? Uh, no, and I outgrew the shirt. So <laughs> I outgrew. I had the a shirt. growth spurt. <laughs> Everybody hits one at thirty six. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, you get you get hair in funny places, and you outgrow speak, shirts. You speaking of that, Andy? I really want to give you props. Your mullet's on point tonight. It's not a mullet; <laughs> just long hair. I mean, back on topic. <laughs> I wasn't finished speaking. Oh. I'm wow. not letting re- the men talk over me here. I really wanted to go down the mullet rabbit hole, but that's fine. <laughs> that's that's kind of where I was, yeah. I was shooting, you know? Damn it. All right, fine. Back to you, Ryan, because this is all, all about, about you. you. It's all about me. I drove all the way out here. What else were you going to do? Yeah, you had nothing better to do. I mean... This is why we we booked you, man. You I could had be at nothing- home with my dogs. You were off today. Just and like that's how I was not off party. today. I, I, I didn't work my Some evening job, so there's that. Oh. <laughs> anyway... So, TV-wise, The Office. You get nothing, then. Movie-wise, Step Brothers. Oh, or Hot so- Tub Time Machine. Step, Pro- Step Brothers is a solid play as far as funny movies. Amazing! Mm-hmm. I actually think Hot Tub Time Machine is underrated, too. Hot I Tub really Time like Machine that. is extremely underrated. Yeah. It's an amazing movie. I think it's really funny. Yes! I haven't seen that one, but Step Brothers need to see right it. there. It's enjoyable. You shouted rape! <laughs> I thought you were gonna rape me for a minute. <laughs> and the best line: "Why are you so sweaty?" I was watching cops. <laughs> I know you're lying. Cops comes on at four thirty. <laughs> uh, as far as shows go, I can't turn off Letter Kenny when it's on. I have to finish Letter Kenny, and I will. I will watch episode after episode because they're only like 20 minutes. Yeah. You're like, oh, no, I can stay up for another 20. It's cool. <laughs> as far, is this movies or books? Or, I'm sorry, movies or TV shows? Uh, she answered both, so you can go ahead and answer both uh, if you like. Movie is, as I said in a past <coughs> episode, Book of Eli. I can't not stop watching yeah. Or Snowpiercer. Brian, what you got? Um, Movie-wise, I would say probably The Boondock Saints. Hmm. Um, just because, I mean, I feel like it, it deserves the respect to not be turned off. I mean, a dude, <laughs> a dude rips a toilet out of a 
right out of a bathroom and jumps out of the and window. There's so many. Well, never mind. So many inaccuracies in that. Don't get me started. But anyways, um, <laughs> as a plumber, not a pipe <laughs> fitter. I am not a shit pusher, damn it. But anyways, but as a TV show, I would have to say probably Breaking Bad. Um, oh, solid. Yeah, but That's, I feel like that show you have to watch in order. Like, you can't just drop in the middle of an episode, though, right? I mean, unless you've seen it, like, three times eh, already. fair enough. Then I, you know, you can kind of pick it up anywhere and don't want to necessarily turn it off. You know, I've never seen Boondock Saints. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're missing out. It's yeah. fun to watch. I, again, people rave about it. Never watched it. It's it's definitely one of my favorite movies. The second one's kind of meh. I mean, it's okay, but it's uh, the first one is definitely, I think, re- reached, like, cult classic era status you know willem dafoe right mm-hmm. yeah. norman yes. reedus oh really yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah i think that's his like first appearance yeah it's one of them and there was that other guy that's famous too but I, his name escapes me at the moment no he i gotta d- look it up he did things <laughs> look it up to the google machine to the imdb steve carell negative mm. william hater Oh, Bill Hader. Yep. <laughs> I like that I went right. with William Hader well, instead of Bill Hader. A stage name. Yeah. yeah. Stage name. Like if he did a play, it'd be William. Gnome Hader. de Plume. <laughs> All right, movie. Uh, kind of, any action movie. A lot. Of, well, not any, but like Taken. Taken used to do that for me. I could jump in at any the point. Ver- on yeah. That. Is that the? There's the multiple one. of them, right? The first. So one. the first one's really good to watch. Yeah. Uh, Taken, Book of Eli is a great one. Snowpiercer, John Wick, all those I can just jump in on at any point. But Taken probably is it, or weirdly Hitch. I don't know why. <laughs> you Hitch? Wow. Okay. Hitch will draw me in like nothing. Adam else. Sandberg or uh, no. Adam Sandler? No. No. no negative. Will no. Smith. Oh, Will Smith. Like Will Smith. especially the part where he has the allergic reaction and his face yes. swells up. I was thinking of the pharmacy and I have no idea why, but like <laughs> that movie will draw me in. I mean, it's not like I'm laughing my ass off hysterically at it, or I'm like, oh, I'm so happy for them. It just draws me in. It's a good <laughs> flick. It's a good flick. You should watch it since you're confused about the Adam Sandler cameo. Well, yeah, no, I was actually confused about the Adam Sandler movie that's called like now I now pronounce you Bill and Steve or something like that. Hitch, and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That's it. Yeah, I mean they're they're so I got like sixty five percent of that movie title right. It does have Kevin James in both movies, so there's it that. Does. Yeah. And I can see Hitch because I can, you know, turn on the TV and if it's one of multiple romantic comedy type movies, it doesn't matter where it is in the movie, it doesn't matter what's going on, I'll watch it. Yep. Like nobody's business. Absolutely. Yep. The American President, Sweet Home Alabama. No, no, my not fat those. Greek wedding. Not those. The, Super the... girly. You know what sucks is I would have used Sweet Home Alabama as my jump in kind of thing to make fun of you, and then Sean you named Patrick it Flannery. because you actually like it. <laughs> ah, from okay, I know that yeah. dude. He's the missing dude from. Yes. yes. Who is it? Sean, Sean Patrick, Patrick Flannery. Flannery. Yep. Yep. I had that. that I was just waiting until I wasn't going to interrupt anyone. Brian. I wasn't interrupting. Oh, no. I was like trying to be all slick. Yeah. Look, look at There's this. no rules about this. You just cut everybody off. It's fine. If you have something funny to say, just, well, okay, so you'd never have anything funny to say, so feel True. free to just, you know, keep okay. To be fair, there. none of us have anything to be funny fair. to say. To be fair. And my comedy is, or my sitcom would be Parks and Rec. 
I love yeah, it. Yeah, Parks and Rec's a solid yeah. too. I mean, it's Parks and Rec, Office, all those are flipping. Oh, absolutely. Great, but yeah. And you can jump in at any time and watch any episode. Yeah. Yep. 30 Rock, you can throw in there too. Although you, Dave, you didn't watch 30 Rock as much, did you? Uh, I did the first like four or five seasons, but then I just, it fell off. And uh, I just recently finished watching the whole show of that. Yeah. Have you guys yeah. ever seen the Goldbergs? No. That is a pretty good sitcom. I don't know. It's, like, it's, it's Hulu, more recent. Right? Well, it's on over the air TV as well. Mm. Um, it's on channel 11. But um, hey, that's, people that's brag really about their show. antennas. It's about Steve Goldberg, right? Um, the Adam professional Goldberg. wrestler. Negative. It's, Adam. it's about Adam Goldberg, <laughs> the um, producer. Um, it's actually about oh. his life. Like I was just making that, that up. No, <laughs> it's about, it's about his life in the eighties, and it's like actual things that his family went through, and some of the the comedy that. Isn't Adam Goldberg the dude from Saving Private Ryan? Maybe. I mean, that's you're a thinking different of Tom guy. Hanks. Yeah, no, he's thinking of Vin Diesel. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Yep. Or uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi. Yes. Matt Damon. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Nope. He was in Band of Brothers. Mm, I lost his. Sorry. Damn yeah. It. Ted Danson. You're right. Adam Goldberg. Adam Goldberg. All Giamatti. Yeah. Adam Goldberg was in uh, Saving No, Friday. he was the producer yeah. of the Goldbergs. Ah. Oh, he no, he was the guy who was carrying around his arm on the beach, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, I, Adam was Paul Goldberg Giamatti, right? was um, one of the guys who made it almost to the end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know, you're I got cheating by getting out the phone. Yeah. You know, that's that's part of the, the yeah. fun of this. Is you How just got to go guess. Well, but Whatever. you just you just throw out something wild and see what happens. And see if you can get Andy to buy right. in. In Saving Private Ryan, he was the Jewish one who was watching the... No, like, yeah, I exactly know who you're talking about. Yeah. He played Tom Hanks, who was. He was playing yeah. Tom Hanks playing... playing Sergeant... Oh, yeah, that was Slaughter. it. Yeah. Sergeant Slaughter, thank you. <laughs> Which is why he then chose to start a show about Steve Goldberg's right. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Macho Man kept breaking in, just going, "Oh yeah, <laughs> bring you it to Slim Jim." <laughs> fucking worst. <laughs> All right, uh, for our last question of the evening, what is the strangest gift you've ever received? Don't all jump in at once. Oh, there's boy. a big pregnant pause there. It wasn't. It was like three seconds. Oh, that's too. But big. see, the thing is that we were all making eye contact a little <laughs> bit of like, oh god. Who wants to offend the person who gave us that awkward <laughs> gift the most? Yep, here it is. It, we're all just yeah, going, oh, go. God. I don't mind offending anybody. I just can't think of any just strange, awkward gifts I've ever actually received. At least none that, like, stuck that to memory. That stand out. Yeah. Mine wasn't really strange. It was just something for me in general, and especially at that age where it's like, who would buy this for me? I was <laughs> shut up in my early 20s and it was a Winnie the <laughs> I mean, people are welcome to buy me that. No, it was, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> I, you know what? Just finish your thought. Keep going with it. Leave your address at the end so that Ryan's Amazon wish list. <laughs> it's attached to your OnlyFans foot page. <laughs> Color oh doesn't matter. God, right. I'm so glad my parents Size are alive to hear this. Size. <laughs> Size. <laughs> 
Okay, so... <coughs> I mean, it was you like, went, it you, wasn't... Oh, I was going to say something. That was going to be bad. <laughs> uh, because of the... I admire sensors? your restraint. Shut up. I, sometimes <laughs> I actually picture my mom listening to this, and I don't think she gets far enough you, into it. You know what she's going to say is, is, I don't know how I feel about that Ryan's sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, right? She seems... I don't know this girl. Why are you yeah. hanging out with this type of girl? She liked me on Thanksgiving. Does... Does Kristen know you hang out with her? She might really offend the people listening to this podcast. She likes the cupcakes, I'm just saying. Did she like the cookies? I didn't make cookies. God, leave me alone. Uh-oh. We're mixing stories here now. Oh, oh, she oh, did not. Oh, oh, oh. Andy really liked those cookies. To be fair, there were cookies made, and they had ingredients. Incredible. And he can't follow instructions. We'll just leave no. it there. That'll, Good thing he didn't make the cookies then. We're going to put that on the same podcast as my nipple got ripped off. <laughs> it's just going to be Dave interviewing me, talking about all the stories I've told over and over again. So how was your gift? So we've covered the gift now, it right? Was, because... No, I never said it. It was really just something. I was in my early 20s. It was a gift exchange with the family, and I got... A Winnie the Pooh sweatshirt and matching socks. God, I'm so glad you said sweatshirt. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) And upon opening it, my mother leaned over and said, I'll figure out where we can return that. Because I don't wear character sweatshirts. Dude, I'd rock that shit now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Especially under the overalls. Yes. Just Winnie the Pooh's With head peeking up over Winnie top the head. Yeah, like, oh, fun. is there some honey yeah. over there? <laughs> the greatest thing is when I wear the shirt that you guys got me when you went on vacation. Um, and went to oh, the when Dick we went to the, uh, to the Icelandic if, Penis yes, Museum. If I, yes. You if didn't I, get me anything. If I wear my bibs I, with that shirt on, all you can see is the head of a penis <laughs> sticking out of the top of it. I have to tell you, that was one of the greatest vacation <laughs> spots I've ever went to. The Icelandic penis museum was the best mostly because i had to take my two sons and they were so embarrassed the whole time i'm going hey guys it's a whale penis hey it's right there henry was henry it's a whale no he was so embarrassed and then there's like the Lund- the the uh, British swimming team with all their penises out. And it's like an 8 by 10 And I'm like, it's a bunch of penises. Oh, God. Look at that dick. Uh. <laughs> and you know what's funny is you kind of feel stupid because you know you're not the first person to walk through there and just giggle a whole bunch. <laughs> but you can't not laugh at it. I mean, it. that's got to be part of the point of it, too. I yes. Mean, you can't tell me the people that created that thought that it would Look. be 100% Serious, straight-laced... Serious you know. penis museum. Right. Wow, it's not like you go in and you're like, I've always wondered what a whale penis looks like. This that is, is really And there's one on the wall. And it's huge. <laughs> that is a beautiful phallus. <laughs> <laughs> and he's stroking his beard. Just <laughs> <in> <laughs> <right>. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully that's all he's stroking. <laughs> and you can't have a serious gift shop either. <laughs> right? Because it is, it is all shirts just with penises on them. I bought our friend Katie Couts a pizza roller that the handle was a penis. I know I didn't get one for you. I'm very sorry, Ryan. Fuck you. I know. Wow, language. I'm, I'm offended. 
No, you're not. Her I'm feelings not. are hurt. Both I, of them. I am. <laughs> I mean, apparently there's a hierarchy of friends we didn't know about. So. Apparently. Yeah. I, I didn't know you wanted a pizza cutter uh-huh. made out of a penis. That's, I mean. It's hilarious. Of course I want so that. It's so awesome. God, it's so awesome. I wish I'd have bought myself a shirt. <laughs> I, but I have the ticket from it, and that's all I need. <laughs> See, I just want something to be like, my friend went to the Dick Museum, and look what they brought me. I, it's so wonderful. Okay, so uh, yours is the the penis shirt. Sure. Yes, yes, okay. absolutely. It's a good segue, and that uh, could that could actually be the answer to any question so that we've had tonight. Shirt. What what would you say from a fire? The, the penis, penis shirt. <laughs> what you do you want to be that when would you grow be the material up? Material thing I would say from yeah. the fire. What do you want to be when you grow up? Penis uh, shirt. Penis shirt. Oh, What's I the not... show that you can't not watch when it starts? <laughs> the penis, penis shirt. <laughs> I did not have a material thing I would say from the fire. This just reminded me of mine. It is a t-shirt with a dog on it that <coughs> yeah, says, no, you, we're gonna you say show me grandpa, your pity." The cool whip container filled with That doesn't exist. <laughs> for the love of Pete. You can't change your answer from like I didn't give an, an answer. Ago. No, it's been written down. We're so not kind of going official. back here at this it's point. It's my t-shirt that says, show me your pities. I'm surprised you're not wearing it, because you wear that a lot when you come over here. You always wear that. I do not. No, you do. I didn't wear it the last time. Two times I came over here. Nah, my memory's pretty... It's like a steel trap. Uh, The last time I was over here was Thanksgiving, so I dressed like a human. And the time before that, I remember, because you commented Mm. on it, I wore a Bayside Tigers t-shirt. Beep, 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 beep. Go Bayside. I was just going to let that play out. That was fantastic. Uh-huh. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse Spano. I'm so scared. Does that make you AC Slater? You know what? If I was a Bayside character, you'd be Mr. Belding. Mr. Belding. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, unfortunately, folks, I think uh, I think we're running out of time. I uh, we gotta we gotta get this wrapped up. Oh, two hours. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> our uh, our sponsor don't, sponsors only paid us for what two hours of this nonsense, and we're going on one. Yeah, and when I take so. mostly like sixty eight percent of that. <laughs> so, Brian, Ryan, thank you for uh, your time this evening. We really do appreciate it, and uh, yeah. I uh, everybody should tune in. Come next week uh, if you have a suggestion for a question, please feel free to email me, davidlink underscore oh eight at yahoo.com and uh, or send pictures. <laughs> I have no response. <laughs> that can be posted in the Dick Museum. <laughs> oh my god, it's a whale penis. <laughs> We uh, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening to our nonsense, and thank you guys for stopping in. Good day, sir. Thank you. Bye, guys.